from now until we get into heaven, we're going to fall short on a day in and doubt basis. We're going to need the blood of Jesus to cover us in the grace of Jesus to reconcile us back to him. This is The Uncomfortable Truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. This is another episode brought to you by our sponsor. <laughs> Wait, do we have? We don't have a sponsor, do we? Um, our sponsor is your wallet. Goswick Lane. <laughs> yeah, Goswick Lane. <laughs> uh, property management services that only manages properties that we own. Is that really a business? Yes. Okay. It is a business. <laughs> it is a business. So, you know, we like to talk about hard things and comfortable things so that we learn how to do hard things better because this yes. life ain't going to get easier. I'm thinking about adding that in, that little slogan into the I like beginning. That. I like that. And Obi and I, just before we hit record here, we're talking about Obi runs a, a, a business, and I would say um, – for this area, it's a pretty big business. And so we talk a lot about business stuff and management and people and communication and doing hard things. Yes. And that's uncomfortable. Doing hard things, doing things we don't like to do is uncomfortable. We're also kind of talking about how we teach our kids about life and how to do hard things, things that we don't like to do. Because sometimes hard things we actually like to do. Sometimes. There are hard things that we like to do. Sometimes. And uh, it may be a gift that you have at doing certain things that are really hard. Yeah. And and uh, it may be something that God has, has called you to do. And what's something hard that you do that doesn't you don't mind doing, you like to do it? Um, something, well, I mean, it's funny. I mean, pers ha the word, like something hard. That may be perceived very, as very, hard. That's what I was going to say. Okay. It's very, it's very perception, uh, based, you yes. know, because what's hard for somebody else may be very natural and easy for me. And, okay. and what's really hard for me may be like a walk in the park for you. Yeah. You know, and, and so I think that, again, it's all perception-based. But I think that, uh, you know, I feel like that, that God has given me um, a gift of gab, a gift of communication. Um, I feel like that I am um, gifted at gaining trust in, in people. And, yeah. and so... Uh, it may be very difficult for you or for someone you know to connect with someone on a personal level in order to, uh, you know, develop a trustworthy relationship with someone. And that's something that I feel like is very hard for mm -hmm. a lot of people. Yeah. But it's something that is, I wouldn't say easy, but it comes natural to me. Um, you know, kind of going back to... Uh, you know, teaching our kids hard things. I, I got to do a little shout out to Andrew. Uh, oh yeah, heck yeah. You know it. It. You know. I thought about this morning that this morning driving here. Really? I thought about him. So our oldest, um, we got a phone call while we were at Shane and Courtney's house um, on Monday night watching the 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 Rangers in the World Series that um, our oldest son, Andrew, who's in the Navy nuclear uh, engineering program, 
in Charleston, South Carolina, passed his final assessment and is now a qualified naval uh, nuclear mechanical engineer, which is, for those that uh, don't know anything about that, which was me a year and a half ago, um, that is a unbelievably challenging, uh, arguably the, the most intellectually challenging program in the armed forces, all four branches. Um, and about two years ago, almost in December, it'll be two years, uh, Andrew stepped out of his comfort zone. So he's been in this program for two years. First was basic and then starts nuclear training yes, after that. That's right. Two so, years. That's right. So so just to kind of give you a little bit of a bird's eye view of what the program looks like, it's 10 to 15 hours of studying per day for almost two years. Wow. So all you're doing is studying and taking tests and learning how to operate nuclear reactors and the electrical aspects of nuclear engineering and the mechanic and machinist aspects of nuclear engineering. And so everything engineering in general, whether it be chemical, machinist, or reactive, you know, that's that's all the stuff that that Andrew's been learning. And Andrew left everything that he's ever known on December 15th, 2021, uh, to go live with a group of young men that he's never met in a place where he's never been and embarking on a challenge unlike anything he's ever faced. Not even close. Nothing even remote, nothing to gauge it to. Yeah, you know? in his life so far. That's right. And and uh, it was so awesome. It's been such an awesome experience to watch Andrew grow. And it's just a true testament to what we can experience as humans mm -hmm. whenever we get comfortable being, being uncomfortable. uncomfortable. I want to give a shout out to military uh, people that have been in the military and um, either have, have, you know, done their four, five, six years or retired from the military. My brother was telling me a story about a buddy he knows that runs Anytime Fitnesses. I think he's got six or eight of them. And he said, if it's an option, I only hire military people. And wow. if it's an option past that, I only hire military people that have retired from the military or are close. So put 20 years in. You can put 20 years in, go in at, at 18 or 20 and be be retired by the time you're 38 or 40 years old, which is just pretty awesome. It's pretty sweet. That's pretty sweet. And yep. he said... And get benefits for the rest of your life at man, that point. It's pretty cool. And he said that his gyms run, that they handle, military people handle adversity better and are more disciplined than anybody else he's ever hired. And he rarely has to solve problems for them. How cool. Except like literally if the building's on fire. Right. They I mean, make, like what a testament to yeah. to him understanding what these people offer. Have to offer and just the the rigorous discipline and just lifestyle that they develop over the course of their time in the military. Yeah. 
Um, it's, it speaks to the military, but it also speaks to me, uh, you know, just on the overall, just the, the overall encompassing of, of what being a veteran, you know, and, yeah. and being a true servant is yeah. that's it's it's awesome they've but, learned how to do hard things and be disciplined at them that's right congratulations andrew uh it's an awesome accomplishment and uh we're all super proud of you man for sure so we started out talking about what are the hard things that we do uh, i think about like a couple of things that i'm good at is um i can learn how to do things i can learn how to do hard things pretty quick um and not master them but be efficient at them um but what I'm terrible at or what I really don't like to do that's hard is taking those things that I learned and teaching other people. Yeah. That's it. It's just not in my nature. And I talk to my brother about this all the time, Brandon. Um, he's the kind of the relationship guy that is, it drives him to educate, to educate. And it drives me to be a visionary to say, Hey, we need to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this is what's going to take our company and our business to the next level, but figure it out. <laughs> Does that work? No. <laughs> and what do you have to have for that to work? You have to have action. You have uh, to have action. Either it would have to be me teaching those and developing the principles and the policies and the procedures or the right person involved that can be the filter between me and the next people that's exactly right which i haven't gotten right yet still still working on it it's all about finding those people and i feel like it is about um just really feel like find finding their strengths finding finding out what it is that they enjoy doing but again it's i, I feel like you have to understand especially in 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 business in yeah. business you've got to understand that nobody's ever going to gen, generally speaking we all find so, sometimes we find this lucky one but usually the the ones that that are really uh the ones who get lucky don't keep those folks for very long and so what i was you know to to back up and say what i'm saying here is we we very few business owners find somebody who's going to treat their business the same way that they treat it. So you, as a business owner, your business is your livelihood. It's, it's what you do to put food on the table. And very rarely do you find an employee who feels that same passion about the mm -hmm. business as you do and is willing to do all of the necessary actions in order to allow the business to grow and thrive. And usually when you do find those people, they a lot of times have a tendency to start their own business and maybe maybe you're just a stepping stone, which is which is okay. Yeah. I mean, you want you desire success for them. Yeah. Um, but it's hard to find people that stick mm -hmm. uh that are in that role. You know what I mean? I think if we look back and, and we're correlating this with the Bible, well the the thought that I have is is like, what was the business of Jesus? He he was here to draw people into a relationship with him, right? Yes. And how did he go about that? 
on this earth? Connections. Connections. From the time he was 30 years old to the time he was 33 years old, he's, he hung out with the same 12 guys, and he discipled them, and he trained them. Poured he, into them. He walked with them, and he slept in the same tent most of the time, and he constantly communicated with those guys, and they saw him live and do life and be real and do hard things, and they had that example. And then 12, from there, 1 to 12, to millions and millions of people around the world until today have been impacted by that re- initial relationship with Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's the true story of, of snowball of, mm-hmm. of ripple effect. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it, 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 it shows you the influence that we can have, uh, just one person, one person, you know, through, but, but it, it all comes back to the connections that we make. Yeah. That's what Jesus did. Yeah. He, he, he had profound connection with these 12 men who understood that it was their job to surrender, let go of, of their desires and to go connect with other people on Jesus's behalf. I was talking to one of our ministers at church the other day, I had lunch with him, and he said, I have, he's running kind of two ministries right now, he's, or three, uh, young adults, young marrieds, and youth. And he said, I, I, had to come to the, I had to come to the realization the other day that I cannot have, there's not enough of me to go around to have personal influence over everybody in, in ministries. You're talking about probably 400 or more people that he's, over in ministry he said i have to dive in and train and create leaders that will then do the same yeah i cannot have a touch point with everybody i'll kill myself it's the same way on our businesses yeah you know it's 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 the same exact way on our in our businesses if we desire to grow yeah um, if, if our, if our desire is to stay at a level, maybe we've gotten comfortable at a level, uh, a certain level where we're, we're not just stretched to the point of feeling, you know, feeling like he does, you know, yeah. but, um, you know, but at the same time, are, we, are we doing, are we doing what we're supposed to be doing if, yeah. we're, if we're not getting out of our comfort zone or if we get complacent and content um, I don't know. I think it's, that's the question of the day. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough, man. That's the uh, question of the day. It's like, you know, does, does God, obviously God desires us to have peace and joy and fulfillment. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's no question that all of those things come from a relationship with God. Um, you know, and the Bible talks a lot about peace and joy. Yeah. You know, and, and so, is is there a place for contentment with just not growing our businesses? My know, wife used to ask me, think? like, when are you going to be content? I've always wanted to, it's always been a deep desire in me to grow uh, a business. And uh, my intentions behind that, now are different than my intentions used to be. I don't think my intentions used to be honorable, but I I think they are closer to being honorable now. 
Um, and I, my comment to her is typically, I feel like this is who God me, made me to be. Like the growth is not for a monetary gain. It's like literally, this it's is just how I can have an impact. That's right. It's just in me. Um, and I want to honor him by doing that. As long as my desires line up with his desires. That's right. That's that's, that's the, the part that's the that we have to keep on the track. That's right. That's right. So God gave you gifts. He gave you, he made you a certain way. And he wants you to be the person that he made you. Yeah. But we have to we have to remember to stay in alignment with yeah. him. End of story. Um, you know, does God desire for me to not grow my business because that's going to stress me out? Maybe. Does God desire for me to... That's uh, a good question. Yeah, maybe. Does God desire for me to um, continue to grow at a rapid pace because... I'm going to have an opportunity to impact more people and have more connection and potentially grow, you know, his kingdom in a bigger way. Maybe. Do you think Paul was stressed out? I think that I, I don't. You don't think he was? I think that he had time. I think that Paul was human. Yeah. I think that he had times of stress. Yeah. But it was obvious that he knew his purpose. He knew his purpose. He he knew. I mean, he's writing letters talking about his joy and his peace while he's chained in a prison. Living in your purpose, your true and known purpose that the Lord gives us gives us peace. I think at the end of the day, the answers to some of those really hard questions are maybe. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like maybe. I think that you have to continue to lean in to God to find out and to understand what he desires for you and what kind, of, what kind of plans he has for your life. I think that I think it's inevitable that we're going to live and walk through most of our life living with maybe. Yeah. I think I think that that's There's some things that there aren't maybes about. Okay. Yeah, for sure. It, there's there's nothing involved in well maybe I should continue to grow or maybe I should step back mm-hmm. that doesn't involve staying in alignment with Jesus. Right. Like there, that that's not a maybe. If you want to help yourself understand whether your maybe is a go or a stop, you've got to lean into your. You got to lean into Jesus. You got to pray about it. You've got to talk to uh, your brothers and sisters in Christ that help you to, uh, you know, make important decisions in your life. You've got to just use all of the tools that God gives us to help answer those maybes. Yeah. So. All right. Maybe this episode's over. I think so. All right. Maybe maybe. go kick the day in the face and maybe hit all those buttons at the bottom. And uh, maybe you'll have a great day if you maybe know your purpose. You do. Maybe we're done. (laughs) You know your purpose. (laughs) We'll catch you on the next one.